Hi, good evening, and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, enjoying a uh, wonderful cigar, something that I've been getting into lately. I've never really smoked cigars before, but in the past couple weeks, they've just been delicious. And yeah, I'm outside because I'm not going to smoke a cigar inside, so don't don't mind the background noise. And if it bothers you, well, maybe the next maybe the next episode will be better. So, I just finished working, and I got a couple of articles in. And as far as this job goes, as far as ghostwriting for bloggers, I uh, I don't mind it. But I feel like if I'm putting that much energy into a, a price tag per 500 words, I could probably just do my own website with my own content. Granted, I'm not going to be making any money off of it. But why not? Why not? Everyone says that they would. I've told myself in the shower at 2 o'clock in the morning, drunk, that I would. I might as well do it, you know? So anyway, what to talk about today? Shoot. DJ Luno, damn son, he's my favorite guy. DJ Luno might be the smartest person on Philippine Twitter, or the Philippine internet for that matter, because what he says doesn't matter. What he says has no stake in anything. He's not a doctor. I mean, if I say something wild, which I'm sure that I have, and I'm sure that I I will continue to do, if I say something wild, I might not look good on a resume, but this guy, he's a dancing monkey. That's all he does. He does that little TikTok. He shakes his ass a little bit. He says some wild shit about medicine, clinical trials, mass testing, whatever, whatever. He gets a million views. The algorithms of the internet don't care whether or not you're happy or sad. It doesn't care if you're outraged or not. The internet matters or I mean, the internet cares if you saw it, that you liked it, or disliked it. The internet cares that you commented. Those are all pieces, those are all engagements that somebody like DJ Luno can use to his advantage. I'm gonna take a drag. Mm. Mm, cigars. And he's, he's going the same route as Kim, um, shit. Um, Kim, Kim the lady, the lady with the song, Bawaluma Baska, I mentioned that in the previous podcast, he's going that same route, and all of us are falling for it, we're going to continue to dislike, continue to share his image, find the most flattering picture of him, and post the weirdest quote that he said, as if it's not free advertising. I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet. If anybody, if anybody's listening to this, I'm willing to bet a thousand pesos that in about a week or two, after one more wild statement, he's gonna come out with a brand new song and a brand new dance in a professional studio with professional lighting and choreography and that boy's gonna blow up. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have the biggest video in the Philippines. It's gonna go viral. 
your your American cousins who are five years old are going to be dancing to it and they're going to send you videos and they're going to be like, look, 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 Ate, I'm dancing to DJ Luño. And it's all going to be predicated on the fact that he didn't know anything about clinical trials. So he wins in all of this. And I might not, <laughs> I might not know anything or know enough to like him, but the fucking guy has got your dollar or peso. He's got it. Hook, line, and sinker. You are in his pocket. Because we're mad. We're mad and we like to comment. The, the funniest comments, my favorite comments, are the extremely intelligent ones that, that are like, excuse me, sir, comma, and then it's going to be like this fucking two-page diatribe about the intricacies of science or law or whatever the flavor of the day is. You're just fueling that even further. And I don't know what the point in that is. And I do it. I do it because I'm a sucker. I do it because I, I'm, I'm also egotistically tied to my own opinions, which, hey, feel free to, to point them out. And I might flip-flop like the president and say, eh, just kidding. <laughs> I hate you again. <laughs> so props to that guy. Props to that guy and props to Kim, uh, what's her name, for making an extra gajillion dollars or pesos for doing exactly that. Because, you know, all of it is scripted. Her thing is scripted. Um, remember at the beginning of this quarantine when uh, John Lloyd Cruz and the other girl, I, I don't really know. I only know like a few local celebrities because I find 90% of them disingenuous, except for Coco Martin. Hey, mommy. Um, <laughs> remember when John Lloyd and the other girl uh, did this FaceTime and everyone was like, oh my God, love is real. Holy shit, this is perfect. And I, and I, and I watched it and I was like, this is, this is some sleepless in Seattle shit. This is some before sunrise shit. This is some after sunset shit. And I'm like, damn, this is good. This is good. And of course it was written. It was completely scripted. Because that's what actors do. Actors are the world's greatest liars. That's why they make money. That's why these celebrities make a gajillion dollars. Because they lie better than everyone. They lie so well. Their craft is to lie. And we buy it. Or don't. Maybe, you know, maybe there's... Maybe they're just really, really good looking. But for the ones that are excellent... And John Lloyd and the other lady are hands down excellent at their craft of lying. But that's what they get paid to do. And if I'm not mistaken, they're also from ABS-CBN... Which, like I said before, that whole thing is hilarious to me. I, I don't know how, I don't know how um, a network became the hub of free speech, and everybody, everybody in college and their mama and their niece and their nephew went on the internet and said, "This is wrong. We need the opinions." as filtered through a major network that is owned by billionaire Americans. 
<laughs> we need that. And they're pro- and then once again, I don't know if they're held to any journalistic standard at the moment. They might be. They might not be. On the internet, it seems like they're not. But, hey, they are masters at creating a narrative. That's what they do. Their movies and their TV shows, they create narratives and they suck you in. So when the John Lloyd thing came out and everyone was sucked in, I was sucked in. Eh, what makes you think that wasn't the, the whole plan with Kim Chu? That's her name. What, <laughs> what makes you think that wasn't the plan with Kim Chu this whole time? Of course, the, yeah, they're, they're, these are my opinions. I don't know anything. I don't know, I don't know my finger from my asshole, but I try to, I try to discern the two. <laughs> and fail. But that's, that's what they're excellent at. And this is also something that other news and um, other media giants are excellent at too. You look at Disney, look at CNN, Viacom, CBS. They're, they're in the business of creating narratives. So anything that's done through them should be taken with a grain of salt. And since I think Philippine media is very transparent and how plastic everything is. It's just, it's also a reflection of a lot of politicians. Um, I find it to be utter nonsense until proven otherwise. That's kind of how I've gone about doing it. I'll still commend them, like DJ Looney Tunes or whatever the fuck his name is. Genius. But then it goes into more sinister territory. It goes the way of, shoot, CNN and hydroxychloroquine. Now that, that, especially considering uh, what we now know about the Lancet study, is a bit upsetting. It's very upsetting. Because the World Health Organization based global health policy, the kind that everybody follows from research to hospitals to clinics. They base that off of a faulty study. And to be perfectly honest, this is a study that when I read and I pitched to other doctors that I know and other medical students that I know and even nurses that I knew, it's, they were surprised too. Like, wow, this study is so confident in the information that they have. When everybody was trying to figure out, oh, is this a is this a covid death is this not where like <laughs> what are the numbers what is the likelihood of people dying what happened what are the treatments what can we do is there anything available this study seemed to have such clear um clear inclusions and clear exceptions and the exclusion was beautiful like, wow, it made so much sense during a time when nobody knew what the fuck was going on with COVID. We, then we come to realize, not realize, but then we come to, to find out that the study was retracted because of the info and particularly the source of info and how it was collected. And you bet CNN ran with it. My goodness, CNN every day for at least an hour on every cycle talking about how hydroxychloroquine is totally deadly. It's going to kill people. You can't use it. 
And this was in the backdrop of Donald Trump using it. Or, you know, I'm hesitant to say he used it. His doctor prescribed it for him as a prophylaxis. Now that's, that was perfectly okay. I personally know doctors that have used it as a prophylaxis. I know people that, I know nurses that have taken it as a prophylaxis, as prescribed by doctors. There are highly, highly respected professors that you can even find on YouTube in the medical field that have stated, you know what, uh, with the success that we've seen in places like India, in the top hospitals, it's safe to say that a small dose, probably once a week, as a prophylaxis, is going to be all right. Now, hydroxychloroquine is a is um, what's that? It's a medicine that we use for malaria patients. It can be tough. It can be tough on the body, but with that said, it is still given to individuals that are going through massive, massive infections with malaria. Malaria, which by the way is killed tons of people. Millions upon millions upon millions and upon millions of people have died from malaria. Nothing got shut down. And think about it this way. If malaria was new, if we didn't know anything about malaria and it just showed up today, what? Mosquito vector born? What? It'll kill you? What? It'll make your red blood cells explode inside your body? What? There are four different kinds two of which can hide in your liver and then decide to pop up whenever it wants. In the middle of a board meeting, you turn yellow and jaundiced and you start passing out and you find out that you're getting malaria again from the same shit that you got two months ago. We would... Imagine that. We would shut everything down. We would. But, you know, since we we know a little bit about malaria and malaria is uh, in Africa... (laughs) It's in it's in the places where we tend to ignore anyway. We don't shut down the world for things that's happening in Africa. AIDS in Africa, we didn't shut anything down either. Um, but if malaria were to pop up randomly and we never knew about it, it would be it would be insane. I don't know. I don't know. I tend to be I tend to be pretty cynical about these things, and. As a person in the medical field, I'm always trying to figure out what is the best course of study in lieu of the best course of action. Because I'm a, I'm a lab guy. I'm, I, I'm not going to try to piggyback and say, I save lives. I'm a frontliner. The I save lives thing, that's, that's reserved for certain people. And even then, it's, it's pretty, it's a, it may be true. But after a while, it's almost like, oh, we get it. You do save lives. Cool. Firefighters save lives, too. So uh, I'm always trying to look for the best course of study and knowledge. And at this point, heck, we really we really still are in the dark. And then the riots happened. And now nobody in America cares about it. Just last month, Tom Hanks... Madonna and all the other celebrities that have weird typewriters made by the brand Corona. (laughs) Check it out. It's kind of an odd coincidence. All of them were saying, stay inside, stay inside, stay inside, stay inside. 
or else you're going to kill your grandma. Now it's none of that. Now it's go outside and protest. Let your voice be heard. Speak for those that don't have a voice. It doesn't matter if they want to be spoken for. Speak for those that don't have a voice. It, they're people in crowds and the masks. Man, it's a Guy Fox mask now. Yeah, you have people wearing surgical masks, but that's, let's be honest, that's to conceal anonymity. That's to, con- that, or that's to preserve anonymity and uh, conceal identity. So I, I don't know what's going to happen next with this. I hope everything is okay, but that's also a weird hope. That's one thing that I toggle with in the medical field is that when you have, when you have people in this field that are kind of, I don't know, kind of mean about it like ugh look at you people ugh fine you're all gonna get sick you're all gonna get sick and you're gonna be my problem and that's valid hey that's totally valid it sucks having an ER and an ICU that's full but in the situation where there are riots in the United States I kind of want everyone to be all right I hope and I wish that all these people that are crowded don't get sick. But if they don't get sick, then what was happening two months ago? What was happening then? What was happening last month? Does, does it negate it? Should we have opened the economy earlier? And I know what you're thinking. It's when, whenever somebody brings up the economy, it always turns into a, oh, wow, you're exchanging money for life. How much is a life worth to you? And you can see that video on Occupy Democrats or Now This or whatever is more liberal. There's that video of somebody holding a microphone to some unwitting and unprepared twerp. It's like, how much would you pay to open up the economy? One million? Two million? And the little bumbling idiot's going, uh, uh, uh. And the thesis statement is you can't put a price on life. There is... There is no amount of money that, that a human life is worth. Meanwhile, that's the entire business model of the insurance companies. <laughs> Where's Aetna? Where's HealthNet? What's United Healthcare doing right now? What they do is that they, they, get, they let you make a... Oh, sorry, I can't even talk. They let you take the physical. They ask about your family history. Have you ever been hospitalized? If so, for what? What are your vaccination records? They get a clear picture of your health so that they can calculate exactly how much you would cost in the event that you die or in the event that you get sick. That they have a number for each and every person. That's how insurance works. So the idea that you can't put a price on life, of course you can't. It's, it's on, on a human conscious level. Every life is precious. Every life is 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 worth is worth the world all for one one for all you know but when it comes to shit single industries like the insurance companies they have a number they know exactly how much your life is worth when you when you have when you have um entire economies then it starts to get a little bit hairy because i i really i'm really skeptical about whether or not, or I'm sorry, I'm really skeptical about the notion that it, it's the KKK that's turning peaceful protests into riots. I'm a little skeptical about 
it being Antifa turning um, peaceful protests into riots. What it seems to me, if I were to look at the most logical course, why would somebody rob and steal? It's because there are so many people that are unemployed. There are so many people that are hurting financially. There are so many people that the medical community told to give up everything. Give up everything so that this virus can go away. It's very difficult to take in the United States. It's very, very difficult to take. Uh, do I agree with it? I'm torn, you know. I don't have a good answer. Because I, I, Dr. Fauci doesn't even have a great answer. You can only listen to him so much. But this is just advice. This is advice based off of charts and predilections. But that's, that's what I think caused the riot or could potentially cause even more riots people are mad people are hungry people people don't know how to pay the rent they can't pay the rent shoot now more than ever we're in a difficult time but i'm optimistic you know i'm i think that everything is going to be all right i just hope that it's not on the government's terms you know, when, when Donald Trump goes up and he talks, I'm not particularly emboldened, nor am I, you know, nor do I feel better every time he says things. He says some things that, that in long form are quite logical. You know, like if, if you were to listen to Donald Trump the way you listen to a podcast, you'd think, all right, all right. Like so, some of this is bullshit. Some of this is good. Some of this is great. Some it's it, when he talks and you listen to it in its entirety, he becomes human. And unfortunately, human isn't something that we we look for in a president. We're looking for the ubermensch. So, <laughs> so I, I get I get creeped out. I, I don't like the sound of his voice, nor do I like the way he 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 puts certain points. Uh, like for one, when he was talking about that clearing or that cleaning and he was talking about UV rays inside your chest, everyone did a collective groan. Everyone was like, Ugh, no, you dummy. They even had a video online that was circulating of, um, of a scientist, a nuclear scientist, looking at the TV, yelling at Donald Trump, saying, no, that would kill you. No. That's not how you do it. No, this would cause, this would cause cancer. And of course you're going to listen because it's a, it's a nuclear scientist. But outside of that, it just so happened that there was research on that matter. And Donald Trump never said, put a UV light inside you. He never said that. He said that is, he asked, is there, this is, there's research on that, isn't there? And the guy to his, his right said, yeah, yeah, yeah they're totally research. Nobody even thought to look if there was research or not. There is research, all right, coming out of one of the best hospitals in the entire world. There is research coming out of Cedar sinai Hospital. You can look at it. It's on NASDAQ.com. This is research coming out of the laboratory at Cedar sinai from a doctor that, as a med tech, I've worked under. He is an excellent and genius doctor, and he's an inventor, and he works with scopes. Yes. Puts a lot of scopes down a lot of throats. That's his gig. And he makes a killing off of it. 
And if, if any of you guys remember, uh, a couple years ago, somebody had died because of contaminated scope. Somebody died because there was a transfer of bacteria from one patient to another. Didn't do very well. So that prompted an investigation and possible ways to decrease that incidence. And I'm sure that one of them was a UV light. Now, the technology having already been um, in research could have been adopted for COVID. It's not outside of the realm of possibility that it could have worked. If it didn't, okay, but there was research and that's what Donald Trump said. Mind you, when I first heard it, I was like, you're a fucking dummy. Oh my goodness, what am I hearing? And then you, you look at it and you look at it again and you have to come to grips with the fact that your initial reaction towards something from someone you don't necessarily like as a leader, um, the truth might not fit your biases. And in this case, the truth did not fit my biases. Donald Trump saying that the World Health Organization is corrupt. Are they? I don't know. I hope not. I really, really, really hope not. Because the World Health Organization is something that every medical professional looks up to in, in terms of standard, in terms of reach. In my own research in medical school and my undergrad, re undergrad research, I cited the World Health Organization. And I loved it. Why? <laughs> because when people are are reviewing your research and you have to defend your research, no one's going to look at your who source and they're going to be like, and, and say like, ugh, explain this who source. They're going to look at your who source and go, ah, oh, all right, this isn't something I'm going to attack. So <laughs> that's one reason I like the who. But it seems as though in this, in this fight, this fight for knowledge and treatments, there are things that fell through the cracks on all sides, and not just with the U.S., but also with the World Health Organization by enacting global policy on a faulty study. It's hard to believe that the best and the brightest minds in all of medical science um, took this long. Meanwhile, remdesivir is showing lackluster results. Remdesivir, which is the, the, the absolute darling of the medical research world at the moment because it's funded by, I don't know, maybe, maybe Bill. Okay. I don't know if Bill, what's his name? I don't know if Bill Gates is funding it, but I do know that he's promoting it heavily. And it just so happens to be the most expensive treatment. When I heard about remdesivir, my heart sank for the people here in the Philippines. $4,500 per dose. Wow in a country where the average individual makes what? Maybe $10 a day. In the time of COVID, they're making nothing. And the thing that the World Health Organization is going to push costs $4,500 a day. Huh. I, I don't, I, I don't want to use the word corruption, but that's pretty harsh. That's pretty harsh on everyone. If you want to talk about corruption and influence, we go back to CNN. CNN, a couple days ago, went on and did their due diligence by reporting that the Lancet study was faulty. They spent one minute on it, and they backed it up by saying that there are three other studies stating that hydroxychloroquine is deadly. They looked, at, they looked dead in the camera and said, it's still 
deadly. You still have to like, you still, apparently you still have to hate it. Meanwhile, the person on the other screen, because of course it's a split screen and then on the right they have the, they have the, instead of the death toll, they have the amount of riots that are going on at the same time. It's like the far right panel of CNN is always going to be uh, meant to freak you out. And then the two panels on the left are meant to uh, make you feel better about your political opinions if you lean towards theirs. But uh, on one of the panels, oh, hello, Mr. Bat, uh, <laughs> ADD. On the other panel, uh, the reporter said, oh, isn't there a study coming out of China that says that Pepsid, the heartburn medicine, is a potential treatment? And they go, oh, oh, yes, yes, there is. So these, these, <laughs> these doctors in China, and they gave a whole four minutes about how Pepsid, which is over the counter, is going to cure COVID. I mean, I hope so, but that's kind of an insult to my intelligence if you're going to spend one minute on an absolute global health scandal and four minutes on how heartburn medicine is going to um, cure COVID based off of a study in China. So, who knows? That's my rant. That's my ramble. Once again, none of this is none of this is fact-checked. I'll eventually get to uh, um, fact-checking. <laughs> I might add some structure to this eventually. But as of now, this is just loose. These are just ideas. These are... I'm not married to these ideas. I'm not tied to these opinions. They're just ideas floating. And... Since we've all spent a lot of time inside the stream of our own consciousness, I, you know, why not record it? That's what I think. Hopefully I don't destroy my career over this. <laughs> okay. I'm going to be in an interview. I'm going to be in an interview in 10 years. And they're going to, after they ask me, um, so what, uh, what do you think are your worst qualities? And then I have to fucking lie. I got to be like, you know what? Sometimes I care too much. You know what? I think I think it's it's hard for me to um, to not care so much, and I'm just like really really focused on my work, and that you know it can be bad. <laughs> After I lie and say that, uh, they're gonna pull up a laptop or shit. Ten years from now, they're gonna press a button, and then the microchip in my head that I let Elon Musk put in there, it's gonna go, it's gonna rewind, and they're gonna say, "Did you make this podcast in uh, 2020?" I said, uh, maybe. Did you say anything negative towards the World Health Organization? And I'll be like, technically, it wasn't negative. It was just disappointment. And then they're going to zap me. And then I'm going to get shocked. Because that's how they'll keep people in line in the future. Brain shocks. And, uh, and then I won't get the job. <laughs> anyway. Stay safe. That's about it. Good night. <laughs>